Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about mistakes. Yes, let's talk about mistakes. I don't think we talk about this enough. Like, I think we talk about, you know, achieving, aspiring, inspiring, you know, going for your goals. And we talk about um, living our best lives. And we always get really big eye toward the future and being the person that we want to be. But we really don't talk a whole lot about mistakes. Like, we don't talk about, like, what to do when we make mistakes or, you know, whether large uh, or small, whether they're, you know, conscious, you know, decisions that we made, whether they were intentional, like we didn't know that, you know, it was a mistake. Uh, I think some terminology that could go into this conversation are accidents, you know, because they are technically like non-intentional. And so I I think we need to talk about this. I think we need some wisdom around mistakes because I think as far as the Christ and um, being with Holy Spirit, he gives us grace and forgiveness to deal with mistakes, but I don't think we deal with our own mistakes. Like, I don't think that we process, you know, what led to that decision-making pattern or where those types of mistakes come from or what we were even trying to do and what that looks like. I think personally, like some mistakes are good. And I think normally when we when we say the word like, oh, I made a mistake or, you know, I, I misspoke, like like Trump likes to say, I think that, you know, we we tend to not learn unless it's on the back end or on the other end. But in fact, I think some mistakes are good because they are learning experiences. And I think those learning experiences uh, can enrich our lives if we allow them some mistakes. Um, just so that you have an idea of where I'm coming from, when we talk about mistakes I'm talking about those things that you really didn't intend to do or those things that you did and you didn't understand how that decision would negatively impact your next decision or another decision that you needed to make. Um, I'm not talking about like people that have, you know, ill hearts. I know like right now um, in the news, we are crying and all mourning the loss of a baby girl cupcake. And if you don't know about that story, basically, it's a three-year-old little girl um, that was abducted. And there's another little girl that I actually just recently found out about in South Carolina. She was five years old, and they were their bodies were both dumped in landfill. Now, I don't believe that those are mistakes at all. I think that was the intent to murder, clearly, uh, because of the way the body was just desecrated. So we're not talking about that. So so don't hear that type of language when you talk when you think about extremes. I'm talking about people going through life, you made a decision, whether you were or were not aware of the outcome of the decision, the consequence or whatever, it was truly and genuinely a mistake. Um, And whether you own it or not, whether you know of it or not, because sometimes we don't even know that we made mistakes. And I think those are Those are probably the most hurtful because of whatever the outcome of the mistake can be. So let's wise up today and let's let's get into this. Let's talk about mistakes. I think the first thing we have to do is, as I said, is we have to define it. So we're not again, we're not talking about the extremes. We're talking about you're walking through life or you're you're in relationships, you're in partnerships. You know, there's a lot of different types of mistakes that we can talk about. But let's talk about the mistakes that you make. Right. Like let's talk about your past 
past mistakes. Let's talk about maybe some mistakes that you've made recently. Let's talk about mistakes for future thinking. And the reason why I want to talk about mistakes for future thinking is because I think one way that you can avoid making mistakes is to study yourself and to study your patterns, study your habits, and then think, oh, okay, well, these are areas that I fall in, or these are the areas that, you know, I tend to not know enough about. I think a lot of times we, we make mistakes in areas of our lives because we just don't know. Ignorance will cause you to make a lot of mistakes, you know, um, when you're trying to do a new thing, when you want to start a new thing. Look, I cannot begin this conversation adequately without putting my own mistakes out there. Um, um, as some of you may or may not know, I'm an, I am an author. And one way that I wanted to go about my authorship uh, was to self-publish. And oh my gosh, I look back at my work sometimes and I cringe. I know that they bless other people, but just from an editing and a marketing and a design approach, all of these different aspects that go into self-publishing, a lot of mistakes were made. Um, because I simply did not know. I would never embarked on the journey before. So from my first publication to my third publication, there are a lot of drastic differences because I learned from the mistakes that I made. I was just kind of going down a path. And, and honestly, like a lot of things that I have endeavored to do, I've had to learn um, by the by the experience of mistake and that's and that's one of the beautiful things that wisdom does for us is that when wisdom allows us to learn from the mistakes of others wisdom allows us to look at the lives and the experiences of others and bypass making mistakes so that we don't have to make the same mistake. I don't think that we should be wandering through life repeating mistakes. And I've, I've honestly beat myself up about this because, you know, um, I have mentors and I have people in my life that are like decorated publishers and authors. But I just decided because of my timeline, because of my, I guess I would probably say my ambitiousness. I just decided to do it that way. I honestly wanted to do it my way. I really honestly didn't want to I didn't want the content of what I had to say to be edited, altered, or changed in any way. So I did seek some help. But once I got to a place of realizing that I could do this by myself, that's what I did. In hindsight, would I do it again? Probably not. Um, I'm, I would do it again with the new knowledge that I had, not as a complete and total novice. So I'm not saying this again to discourage anybody from self-publishing. It's a beautiful process. I, we're just talking about my mistakes. And that's just in one area. I've made um, plenty of mistakes with APA. If you know anything about um, the American Psychological Association, that's a academic writing style. Oh, my God. Like I have messed up their citations more times than I care to admit. I've made mistakes with my family. Oh, my God. I think I probably am the worst in that area. Um, I feel like I am. They they love me, but just relationships, like so many mistakes in relationships, thinking that, you know, you knew somebody and you didn't or thinking that you this gesture of love would would communicate one way and it's actually received the direct opposite or the mistake of missing a birthday, missing, you know, an important event, you know, or saying that you were going to do something and you didn't because of whatever reason, like all of these are different mistakes that, you know, we thank God for grace, but sometimes <laughs> grace does almost doesn't feel like it's enough, especially when it's person to person. So um, when you're making those types of mistakes, you have to be mindful that you have to repent to that person and, and walk through that process of forgiveness with them. So so mistakes are prevalent. Like I, I don't think that we talk about this enough because you can look over the whole of your life in every area as I'm doing right now. 
and identify mistakes that you've made. I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday and one of the questions that I asked, I was like, would you go back and change anything? Like, do you, well, in in the context of also, do you regret anything? And for me, I, I went back and I said, yeah, well, I would change this, 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 and this, or I would, you know, do this differently, or I would make sure that the girl I was back then knew this about the woman that I am now so that she could be stronger and better and more ready for this place. And the response from the other end of the conversation was, no, I wouldn't change anything. Because sometimes we can look at what we think are mistakes and see a very beautiful outcome from those mistakes. But sometimes we can look at mistakes and see a very negative consequence for those actions. So let's really talk about this, this side of it because when mistakes turn out beautiful I believe that's God's crown and grace and glory for us and our mistakes and where we fall but let's talk about when we make a mistake when we do something that maybe we know we shouldn't do or we do something that we didn't know we were supposed to do because I think that's just as much of a mistake uh, because it could have the same negative outcome so when you make a mistake and it has that negative consequence like what are you supposed to do I believe the first thing that you're supposed to do is um, after you've acknowledged that it was a mistake. Um, let me put a pin right there, because going back to my example about self-publishing for the first time, some stuff I didn't even know were mistakes until hindsight, looking back on it after I was completed in the matter and I had the book in my hand, I was like, whoa, this wasn't done right or this should be lo- this should look like this. And then it wasn't until I sat with one of those mentors and she just kind of ripped me a new one um, and was like, this isn't right. This isn't correct. This could be more excellent that I didn't even identify that those were mistakes. So I accepted and acknowledged that it was, in fact, a mistake. So I think that's the first step with mistakes. That's the first step when you trip up, when you mess up, when you fall, when you do something wrong, like own that, own that. I don't think we have a generation of people that care to own their part. And I think if you own your part, if you own what you did not do, what you omitted to do or what you did do, um, whether knowingly or unknowingly, I think that it is easier to move forward. And then after you have acknowledged that part, like after you've owned that, I think the next step after you do that is you have to forgive yourself. Like you have to let go. You know, you have to say, hey, I did this wrong and I'm sorry whether I meant to, whether I didn't. You know, so you think of your own life through here. But however that mistake came about, you have to. You have to own that and you have to forgive yourself first because it's hard for you to ask for forgiveness or or to correct the mistake or to go about dealing with the consequence of the mistake when you have not first owned it or released yourself from it. Because a lot of people, I see this so much and I've noticed this pattern of people who are trying to deal with, cope with the consequence of a mistake that they made, but they never forgave themselves for the mistake itself. And I think the reason why you have to forgive yourself is so that you can move forward. Like you can't really go to step two, step three, if you aren't complete with step one. And if you do, you're on a broken foundation. The reason why I think it's so imperative that you forgive yourself and you resolve within yourself that I am accepting this, I am owning this is because if you don't, you will always look at the consequence or the action or whatever steps that need to take need to be taken to correct the the matter. Um, you will look at them in doubt. You will look at them in disbelief or you will look at them disconnected like, well, I'm really or you won't own them. So then you'll put that blame or that responsibility somewhere else. And the problem with doing that is you never really get to a solution. 
the thing with mistakes is they are prevalent in our life. And I think sometimes we fall into this this mentality that like, you know, we work so hard to to keep ourselves, quote unquote, together. Y'all know, listen to my two podcasts ago, how I feel about that word. But we we fall into this perception and this persona of having to keep ourselves to a certain look in this and and keep ourselves perceived by others in such a way that we forget to own our mistakes. And, and I think that's a, a part of honesty with yourself that will allow you to move forward in the matter. So once you have accepted it, once you have forgiven yourself, then if you need to, depending on what mistake we're dealing with in your life, if you need to go to another person, if you need to say, hey, I wasn't supposed to do that and I'm sorry or hey, I did this and it impacted you this way or I thought that this was this was my heart behind it. You know, because again, sometimes you don't and you really don't mean, you know, to hurt or to offend other people or you don't mean, you know, to make somebody else's workload harder if you guys are coworkers or whatever the case may be. So, you know, if it involves somebody else, then deal with involve that other person as you are walking out this forgiveness process for these mistakes and involve that person if need be on the steps that are needed to move forward, right? Like sometimes I think one of the things that we do worse, and, I, and I'm really bad about this, is staying stuck at the mistake. You can't stay mad. You can't stay hangry, you, which is hungry and angry. You know, if you forgot to eat, that's kind of a mistake because you know your body running down. You can't get done what you need to get done. You know, whatever the case is, you, you can't stay stuck, right? Mistakes alter our path. Okay, so we have our goals. Remember, I talked about how we're, you know, so ambitious and and we want to be, you know, innovative and progressive and we want to make sure we're growing. Listen to my last podcast about that. Um, But you don't want to stay stuck on the mistake. The reason why mistakes are so prevalent and so monumental and so milestone like is because of the impact that they have. You were going on this path. You found yourself on this journey. You were living your life in a particular way. You were doing your job. You were making amends or whatever it was. And then there comes this mistake that alters the vision, the perception or the path that you were on. And at that point, at that juncture, you have to decide if you're going to stay there and you're going to go a Another route to get to the same goal um, or you're going to allow that mistake to define you. So I don't want you to stay at that place. I don't want you to stay in that moment. You have to decide to move past that and decide what the new route to the same goal is going to be. I've seen people do this and this hurts my heart more than anything. They make a mistake. They fall. They they get off course. They get distracted. They, you know, make a mistake to to link up with the wrong person or to, you know, in indulge in wrong friendships or whatever the case may be. And then instead of acknowledging the mistake, taking ownership of the mistake, they allow the mistake to now define a new path as opposed to growing to or going around or going with or working with the mistake to get to their same goal. I do not like when mistakes alter life paths because to me, you have now owned the mistake as your identity and you've made it your God and your Lord. Now, granted, some mistakes have consequences that we can not alter. We cannot change. Um, I often tell the girls that I mentor, you know, I say, hey, don't ever lay down with something that you can't get back up from talking about STDs, basically, um, So because some STDs you can't give back. You know, you may be able to, you know, restore your soul. But once you lay down there and if it's something permanent, you can't give that back. 
you know, so some mistakes, you know, have life altering consequences and, you know, they are that permanent. However, many mistakes don't many mistakes um, don't have that kind of power and we don't want to make mistakes and we don't want to put ourselves in positions to where we give that level of power to a mistake or to um an accident or to a place in our life. You don't want to make a temporary rerouting, um, a also a reidentification. Because if you were after a goal, if you if you decided that this was going to be the standard, if this was going to be the place or the way that you're going to live your life, then you cannot allow your fall or your mistake or, or your um, backtracking or distraction from that to deter from the path and the place that you were going to. You have to continue moving in the direction that you were going with or without the mistake. Sometimes, most times, prayerfully, you are you will be able to continue on without the mistake. Prayerfully, God's grace and mercy will kick in and undergird you and cover you in the matter, and you can learn from the experience and move on. Sometimes you are not able to, and when you're not able to, that's when you have to get with God and say, okay, God, well, what does my life look like from this point forward with this mistake? Um, but again, it is not allowed to be God. It is just um, are going to have to go with you through life. And I think the STD example is the best example because who wants STDs? Like whoever decides to lay down and have sex with someone and wants a life altering STD that's going to change the course of their life forever. No one. Right. So again, some mistakes are again, are not this extreme, but some mistakes have the longer lasting consequences or effects. Those outcomes of those mistakes aren't, um, aren't desirable at all. And sometimes we don't weigh the risk benefit factor of the mistakes and the magnitude of the mistakes we may or may not be getting ourselves into. So again, I want you to be hearing this through your own life. I want you to be hearing this through the decisions that you've made, because when it, when we're talking about mistakes, inevitably what we're also talking about is decision-making, whether it's overt or covert, we're talking about decisions. Ultimately, what you decide to do, what you decide to engage with, to, to think about to meditate on to put in your mind to put in your spirit um the people you decide to uh hang around with and i know i mentioned that before but let me give you some scripture the bible says that bad company corrupts good character so if you have good character if you are solid in the things that you think you believe and you bring bad company around the bible says that there's going to be a corruption that takes place that they are more than likely going to pull you before you pull them to do the things that they do or or come down to their level Um, so again, these are all choices, decisions, um, and those decisions, if not made properly, um, they will lead to you making mistakes. And I I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me either. I've learned that wisdom is the integral link in helping us to not make mistakes. So then the next question is, how do we grow from this? Like, how do we avoid mistakes? How do we learn from the mistakes we've made? And what do we do with the mistakes that have those longer lasting um, outcomes or effects, consequences, if you will? The first thing I would have to say is, is let wisdom do what wisdom does. Wisdom is applied knowledge, right? So you can use knowledge, whether it's your own personal knowledgeable experiences, whether it is someone else's knowledgeable experiences, those can help you make and miss mistakes. I was reading a post. Um, you guys know that I'm getting my doctorate and I was reading a post from a, a, a doctor 
in one of the uh, dissertation groups that I'm in. And one of the things that he said was he was like, if you want to go, go with strength. If you want to go fast, go with a mentor. And his premise behind, you know, in the comments and the discussion of going with a mentor was because you can get there faster because you can learn from their mistakes. You can bypass some of the mistakes that they made on that same path to get to that same goal. And that makes a lot of sense. We can apply that to all of our lives. If not saying that you have to get a mentor, but also saying that to eliminate the amount of mistakes that you're making, find somebody who's already on the path that you are on and see what mistakes they made. Learn from those mistakes. See somebody who's ahead of you in life and who is doing, who are doing the things that you want to do or that you aspire to do and see what they've done. Study them, become their student, you know, and if they allow you access to ask personal questions, ask them so that you can learn from the things that they did and the things that they did not do. Some mistakes they made have missed and you can get a feel for an understanding of why that why they did or did not do those things the bible says in all you're getting getting understanding and when you get an understanding of not only what they did but why they did what they did it will help you to use that knowledge to apply it to your life and remember wisdom is an application of knowledge okay so not only are you going to be doing that with other people, which requires you to network, to find the right people, to find the right sources or to find the right information. But then you got to look intrinsically. You got to look inside your own self. You have to look in inward in you and at your past and at your patterns and at your habits, at your cycles, at who you talk to the most, who you listen to the most. And not just people that, you know, you call and check in and cute, 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 but people who actually have influential power in their voice to change your life based on what they say. Those are the people that I'm talking about the people that you listen to that you really hear who are those people and what are they saying that's impacting your life because that may have a testament to the mistakes that you are or are not making and perhaps those people need to change or perhaps you need to listen more to the words that those people are saying so that you don't make mistakes I think you also have to weigh the credibility of you know your personal habits and cycles and patterns that I mentioned, you know, are they warranting you what you want out of your life? Does your life look like what you want it to look like because of what you decide to employ or not employ? Is it time for a new method? Is it time for a a new strategy in getting done the things that you want to get done in your day-to-day activities and in your long-term goals? Are you even working toward them? How are you, you know, making that big dream a list goals that uh, provides you with steps to do the thing that you want? want to do. Remember guys, like it is so imperative that you take ownership, not only of the past mistakes that you made, but you take ownership of making decisions to eliminate making those mistakes in the future, because you're, you are you and you know you best. So if you take that time to look at you, look, look yourself in the mirror and really assess yourself, I really believe that you can get the God outcome and the desired outcome from your life that you desire. I do not believe that mistakes are insurmountable. We have grace. We have Holy Spirit. He can guide us, direct us, help us to navigate from the conviction and uh, condemnation. I did not deal with the condemnation piece. Um, So let me just kind of segue this right here. Conviction and condemnation are not the same thing. 
Conviction should provoke you to life. Conviction should make you want to change your ways and repent from your repent from yourself so that you can grow to the person that God called you to be. Conviction is holy. Conviction is from God. Condemnation is not. Condemnation brings on guilt. It brings on shame. It makes you want to recluse. It makes you kind of feel like you're sitting in the dark um, and that, you know, you are surrounded and insurmounted and suppressed by this thing that you did. Condemnation is not of God. It's from the kingdom of darkness and it should be treated and casted out as such. You have been given grace. You have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ once you accept it. So there is no need for you to rest in condemnation. And if and if what you have done has caused you to fall into this deep, depressive, you know, can't get out of it kind of routine and all of these evil and nasty thoughts that make you want to do bad things to yourself or to others, that is not of God. That is not of God. That fruit is not of God. We don't have to question that at all. So the way that you deal with condemnation is you forgive yourself. You you cast down every thought and every high imagination that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. You refute every argument and then you rest on what God said concerning you. That you are loved of Christ. That you are forgiven. That you walk in the power of God. That you are his chosen priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar, a peculiar people. You cannot allow yourself to rest in the mistakes. So that's kind of what I'm getting to with this last piece about conviction and condemnation, because sometimes other people will condemn you. Sometimes you'll condemn yourself. Um, Holy Spirit will convict you. But even after the conviction and you've corrected your action, it is time to move forward. You cannot stay stuck on mistakes. You cannot allow yourself or allow other people to to make you victim to your mistakes. Okay, so if you've grown, if you're working on that thing, if you are building in that area, you cannot afford to keep people around you who know who knew you as you were. I have this this thing about my hometown because people I grew up with, they call me Jenny and I really don't like it because in in my in my heart, um, I am a young woman now and I'm not little Jenny anymore. Um, I really never liked being called Jenny for just being transparent, but the, the connotation of being called Jenny is because you knew me from a place that I was and you have no idea about the person that I am now. And I know that. <laughs> so for me, I only really allow family and very, very close people to be, to call me Jenny. But in the same sense, I think it's imperative that, you know, um, you recognize people who knew you for who you were, because if they don't know who you are, they will hold you accountable to who you were thinking, oh, well, you've changed or, oh, you're so different. Yes. And quite like, and, and you're quite right. In fact, I have. And I think that we have to know those things about ourselves because we don't want people to hold us accountable to mistakes that we are no longer struggling with, that there are no longer a part of our life that are not a part of our identity that we have moved forward we've processed through that thing and we're headed on so again when dealing with mistakes in whatever tense whether it's other people's mistakes that we want to learn from whether it is our past mistakes that we still need to you know learn some lessons from or if it's just mistakes in general we need to make sure that we are Walking through the process of learning ourselves and allowing wisdom to be the link to avoid making more mistakes. Okay, so I think that um, as we have as you continue and we will continue to wise up talking about mistakes, I think just being transparent about them, first off, because I think we try to hide them. We try to suppress them. We won't bring them back up. Um, But if we analyze those mistakes that we make and we're okay with understanding that the mistake was something that I did, it's not who I am, then we can move forward a lot quicker. I have 
plenty of coaches in my life, but a lot of them just told me like next play, Jen, next play. And sometimes you just have to simply move to the next play. So I hope that as you've thought about this, that you can take some time to analyze some of the things that, you know, maybe you didn't do so well and and maybe you didn't you didn't like the outcome. And maybe you're still processing through some of the mistakes that you've made. However, my hope for you in this is that. As you continue to learn from your mistakes, you will continue to grow into the person that God has called you to be and you will make less mistakes. Not that you won't make mistakes at all, because none of us are perfect and we live in this very broken world. So don't don't put yourself on this pedestal or give yourself this false fatalistic reality that you won't ever make mistakes again because that's erroneous because you're human. But give yourself grace in your own mistakes and understand that you have a God that's behind you, supporting you and that's rooting for you to win and and all. Also, alongside him, I am rooting for you to win. I want you to make less mistakes and I want you to grow from the mistakes that you make. Okay? Okay. Great. So I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. Please go ahead and subscribe. Give me a rating. Like it. Share it. Let me know what you think, how you feel. If there's anything you want to cover that I haven't, let me know. But until, t- until next time, guys, I love you all. Peace, love, and hair grease.